Two school board trustees have been indicted on charges of violating Texas Open Meetings Act. They were at the center of a fight over diversity and inclusion in the district. This is a school district that is probably one of the best school systems in the nation. It's definitely number one in Texas. Uh, it is, it's a phenomenal school district and a phenomenal community. Its rate of racial uh, reports of racial attacks is 0.3. The the scores, the test scores between white and black are no different in this school district. They're doing things right. Well, there's been charges of racism, and so critical race theory was, uh, was brought in. The parents went crazy. We're going to talk to one of the guys who is at the uh, eye of the storm in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. It's just incredible what's going on. This is a good news story, by the way. Let me tell you about Rectech. Uh, I don't, you know, I want my grill uh, to work. I would love a grill that would help me not burn everything I put on it. It's, I mean, if you're coming over to my house and we're having steak, it's going to, you're going to go and you look at the steaks and be like, wow, that's great. I'm like, yeah, I know. It's our own grass fed cow, blah, blah, blah. And then when it comes off the grill, it's horribly burned. Uh, And you're like, well, I think it's raw in the middle. It might even be a little cold in the middle. So it'll all balance out. Just put the flames out. I like a grill to uh, really take that problem away. These grills, Rectex, were were designed by people who go to barbecue competitions, smoke competitions. This this grill can grill, it can smoke, uh, it can even bake. It's called a Rectech, and you will marvel at the high tech and how well it is built. It, honestly, it's built like a '56 Buick. It is just heavy, heavy steel. It's it's made designed here in America. It's it's just great. Smart technology, you won't find one better, especially for the price. Look them up. AB Compare, Rectech, R-E-C-T-E-Q dot com. Rectech, R-E-C-T-E-Q dot com. Juan Salivar is uh, with us. He's a retired colonel of the United States Army. Uh, and uh, he is one of the people in South Lake who's been very outspoken about what was going on with critical race theory and is changing for the better what was happening in the school district. He's going to walk us through what happened, why he and others got involved, and uh, and maybe even some of the details on the arrests that are happening here. Juan, welcome to the program, sir. How are you? Hi, Mr. Beck. Thank you for having me. It's an honor to be here. Thank you. It's an honor to talk to you. I know your I know your service record, and uh, it's quite impressive. So thank you. So um, Juan, tell me how this happened. What you first heard, how you got involved, and what people have been doing. Yeah, sure. There's there's a lot of people in this community that were involved before I was. I wasn't really aware of what was going on until midsummer of 2020, right in the middle of the pandemic. When I started to hear inklings of this program called the Cultural Competence Action Plan, CCAP for short. So it was released in draft form in late summer. 
And I went through it with a fine-tooth comb because I was concerned about what it was going to do. And I saw the seeds of critical race theory sprinkled throughout with terms like equity 135 times, diversity 104 times, Mm. inclusion 108 times, none of which were ever defined. In fact, the term cultural competence was never defined. What was defined in there was the term microaggressions, which put an emphasis on they could be verbal or nonverbal, intentional or unintentional. Very much in the mind of the beholder, if you will, um, targeting persons that are marginalized or underrepresented groups, never defining that either. And so it it was clear. I I, I read some of it. It is so it is so well written that it could include everything. I, I mean, I was bowled over by the line making eye contact or not making eye contact could be racist. Correct. It's like, what? Correct. so you pretty much have everything covered here. Pretty much. And that, and that was a yeah. big problem for me. My child's young, but I, I don't want her to grow up in a system where they're uh, constantly infiltrating the curriculum with this nonsense. And it, it's really antithetical to the idea of human liberty and freedom and human flourishing which is what education is supposed to be about. So South, South Lake, I, I don't know why you moved to uh, South Lake, but if you have kids, probably uh, a good deal had to do with the school district. It is a great town. Um, it's heavily influenced uh, in a positive way by, by the people at Gateway uh, Church. Um, so it's, it's a, just a good, decent town. The, the, the school is one of the best in uh, the country, the best in in Texas, and all of a sudden they come in and they start making claims that South Lake is a as deep seated racism uh, in its roots, and the school is racist. And what they are teaching the teachers uh, and having the teachers spew is is poison, poison on for South Lake and for the kids. Yes, sir, Ab- absolutely poison. Uh, I will say that the vast majority of our teachers and principals are outstanding. They're outstanding, not just educators, but human beings. So I don't want to blame them. They don't control the curriculum um, as it's written. But I see this uh, moving in and kind of getting its, the camel getting its nose under the tent. And I thought, you know what? I need to stand against this. It's the right thing to do. We don't need to divide our kids into oppressors and oppressed based on their immutable physical characteristics, the way God made them. Okay, so what happened? You, you, everybody goes to the school board and start to speak up against it, and what happens? Well, it's what you would expect to happen from the left. So as soon as people started to speak up, the proponents of CCAP uh, immediately came back and accused our entire side of being racist. And this is typical for the progressive neo-Marxist postmodern right. thought wherein They don't consider that there's any possible factors uh, other than racism for disagreement. Well, remember, I I just want to remind uh, everybody that that Juan is a guy that makes eye contact and sometimes doesn't make eye contact. So, you know, right there (laughs) how racist he is. Uh, So they they started throwing everybody under the under the bus. uh, And then what? Well, so then we started to do a lot of open records requests through the uh, 
an organization called South Lake Families PAC, uh, which is a, an association of like-minded individuals that want to make sure that we maintain parental authority in our schools and on our school board um, mm-hmm. as, as the government is supposed to be set up, authority delegated from the people to government at all echelons. And what we found, one of the troubling things we found was that the administration had applied for a VOCA grant. This is Victims of Crime Act. And what they were trying to do is criminalize the microaggressions, which we previously said could be anything, in order to get money. Now, you know, Mr. Beck, this is one of the most affluent communities in all of Texas. We have a tradition of excellence in our school and in terms of academics, sports, every area you can think of. And we don't have any real discernible disparate impact among the demographic groups. And yet here we are with some folks thinking it would be a good idea to take money meant for victims of actual crime, funnel it into this society uh, for the purpose of criminalizing microaggressions. That's obscene. Obscene. It is. So what ha- what happened with the uh, the the Carroll School trustees that have been now indicted of violating the Open Meetings Act? Yes, sir. So there were two trustees uh, that were accused of violating the Texas Open Meetings Act, which basically says you can't have a walking quorum, you can't have meetings in secret, deliberations in secret. And, and we believe they were deliberating to implement CCAP in secret. Um, and, and an investigation started in the wake of a lawsuit that was filed by one of the parents. And this particular parent has gotten a lot of flack from the left about this lawsuit. How dare you sue our schools? But the truth <laughs> of the matter is the school system deserved to be sued. Yes. And so uh, the, the authorities started to investigate the, on a criminal basis and you know, had enough evidence to make two arrests. We had two school board members that were arrested, uh, I think, at their homes. They paid $500 bond and were released. And within 48 hours, were back sitting in their seats at the next school board meeting. Oh, my also gosh. Oh, my gosh. So what's next? What, 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 how, how far on the fight on this are you? And what's next? We think... As a group, we think we've pretty well uh, defeated the imposition of the CCAP. There are some people that still want to uh, push its implementation. Mm-hmm. What we're starting to see now is uh, a revision of their words. They're not talking CCAP anymore. Now they're talking diversity, equity, and inclusion, mm-hmm. or as I like to say, the diversity, inclusion, and equity religion, the die religion. Um, mm-hmm. And they've taken to dropping the mm-hmm. word equity suddenly. Uh, because we have an election going on right now, and the final day of voting is May 1st for local uh, South Lake uh, City Council mayor and school board positions. And so uh, we're, we're keeping an eye on that. The one thing I would say is, and, and I think this is true across the board around the country, the, the mainstream media has really become the center of gravity for the left's movement. They, they use them to push their false ne- narratives and prevent any kind of counter messaging. They suppress us with that. So I want to thank you specifically for having me on to talk about this because folks like you, uh, Fox, the Federalist, are able to amplify our voice and get our ideas out there. We are not scared of having the debate, having an open battle of ideas because we know our, our ideas are better. But the left always wants to suppress our ideas because they want control. They don't care about a battle of ideas. 
which is precisely the opposite of what we should be teaching our children in our schools. Juan, I, I wanted to have you on for a couple of reasons. One, uh, I've seen you speak and you, you were amazing. Two, uh, you guys are making a real difference. Uh, I mean, you could change the makeup of the school board in this election and change the, the whole route that uh, Southlake was taking in the school district if you remain vigilant on it, because they will just come back. They'll morph and they'll come back. Um, but the other is there are so many people that think that happening in my community. Southlake, the school system is fantastic. There is, it is not a racist community. It's, they have no racial problems to speak of uh, in, the, in the school district. And it's riddled with this critical race theory now. And it just came in overnight. And I wanted people to understand this is happening in your community as well. Yes, sir. Absolutely. And, and I think it's important for people to realize how the left operates. So uh, we see this in the younger grades. My daughter's in K through four with something called social and emotional learning. And, you know, you can look that up on the Internet and you'll see that it's one of the latest fads to come out in uh, education circles. But the truth is what it does is it prioritizes and emphasizes the primacy of emotion over thought. And so it serves as a primer for the tactics of the left to impose these kind of critical race theory ideas in the later school years. And so we have from the left, the main argument is what about these 300 plus, depending on who you talk to, it's between 300 and 400 plus testimonies of people who were quote unquote abused in Carroll ISD. But you'll note that none of them have ever been investigated. There's no real evidence. I'm not saying that discrimination doesn't happen at all. Uh, I've been subjected to it over the course of my life, but I am saying that if it's really that big of a problem, every single instance should be investigated. And just as it's not my uh, purview to deny someone's quote unquote lived experience, neither is it my responsibility to affirm it without evidence. Otherwise you find yourself in a situation like we saw with the Kavanaugh hearings, believe all insert demographic group, women, people of color, uh, individuals that are, have same-sex attraction, whatever you want to put in there, fill in the blank. That is a recipe for breaking our country apart, and we have to stand against that. Juan, you just retired from your military service, uh, a very yes, honorable one, and it looks like you're just not really retiring. You're still doing the same thing. Well, sir, I, I took an oath to defend, to support and defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic, on the plain of West Point when I was 18 years old. And that didn't go away when I retired. Um, and, I, you know, unlike some people, I took it upon myself to say, well, you know, if I'm going to support and defend the Constitution, I should darn well know what's in it. And what you find is, and, and I don't want to go too far afield here, but what you find is if you really look at it, What's in the Constitution is the codification of our natural rights. These are the Enlightenment mm -hmm. principles that our founders laid down on paper and said, we have inherent rights that were given to us in a state of nature by God that are discernible by reason. And we don't want to have a society where we solve our problems with violence. We want to have a society where we solve our problems with debate. Violence is the last, least preferable option. But we only go to that when we have to. 
And so that, that's where we are right now. It's time for parents everywhere to stand up against this, fight for what they know is right before it's too late. Juan, thank you so much. I, I, I do want to, I don't mean to cheapen this whole thing, but uh, you commanded the units in the first army at Fort Knox. Did you ever see the gold that they let you go in? <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. I saw the building where the gold was housed. The gold was housed. Uh, you never went in. All right. All right. Uh, thank you so much. And, uh, you know, I'm, I live in the, uh, one of the towns that adjoin uh, South Lake and, uh, you have my support in South Lake. Anything that I can do, and I hope someday that we'll get a chance to to meet each other. Thank you so much, Juan. Yes, sir. If I could just say one last thing, uh, parents sure. interested in fighting back, go take a look at WiseGuyTalks.com, SouthLakeFamiliesPack.org. No left turn and no left turn in education, Texas. You will find resources there to help you fight back. You are not alone. Thank you, God sir. God bless you. Thank you so much. God bless. All right, uh, back in one minute, let me tell you about Blinds.com. Spring is in full swing. No better time to freshen up your home than right now. Blinds.com is giving you up to 35% off everything site-wide as a warm welcome to the new season. And Blinds.com makes it incredibly convenient to order online with free shipping and a guaranteed perfect fit for all of your windows. Whether you install them yourself or have Blinds.com's people handle the installation from start to finish, you just can't go wrong. So right now... Now it's time to open up the windows and let the fresh air in, the warm spring breeze. It is beautiful right now, at least in Texas. Blinds.com. Go there now, blinds.com, and save up to 35% off everything site-wide from blinds, shades, interior shutters, even outdoor shades. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's blinds.com. 10-second station ID. You know, it's it's amazing what is happening. And we've always known this. We knew this about the Republicans first. The Republicans, generally speaking, act as though they hate the people who vote for them. And I think some of them do. I think the elites that have been in Congress for a long time just don't like the little people out there. They're just so, so dumb and close-minded. Uh, and they, they, they hold us in contempt. But... You're now seeing this at the local level. And, you know, power is intoxicating. And I don't know if you feel this way, but power at the upper levels usually is just absolutely corrupting. Very few people leave better people uh, than they were before they got into politics, uh, especially at the upper level. But I also think at the very local level as well, you know, uh, some of these people, especially like zoning committees and everything else, some of these people, not all of them, but some of them get on the, and, and they just get drunk with their own power. And it is, it's terrifying when you see it at a local level. Cause you're like, who the hell do you think you are? I mean, you're, it's just, it's, it's remarkable. And you're seeing this now in counties. Did you just, I don't know if you saw this in Montgomery County, the health department's, uh contempt for non-public schools uh they were um writing emails back and forth and because the the request for public records uh the uh the the public health department 
uh, was just like, oh, these these private schools, they're just horrible with what they're doing and the Catholics, yada, yada, yada. I mean, it is, it's, it's beyond um, opinion and into absolute contempt. And it's getting dangerous because more and more of these people are getting absolute control. We've been giving it to them for a long time, and now they're taking whatever remains. And your community and your state is really all you have. I mean, you have your family, then you have your community and county and then state, and you've got to shore that up. And honestly, if you're living in a place where you are alone, I would suggest you move to some place where you're surrounded by like-minded people, if you can, uh, because we see the world in completely different ways now, two completely different ways. And uh, it's it's going to be those who survive are going to be those who are surrounded by like-minded people that will help. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So I don't know what's worth more to you, um, you know, your money or your identity. But I'll tell you, as somebody who has lost all their money and their their good name uh, and trust of people because of my alcoholism, uh identity and your good name that is that's really all you own and it's the most important thing you have and that's what's being taken not just your money but your identity identity theft is real it's happening nobody can stop all of it but one country one company is the company that really kind of started this whole uh category of of business and that is protecting your identity and it's lifelock They've been in business forever. They have a team that they know nobody can stop everything. So they have a team that is working there uh, that if your identity does happen to be stolen, that team comes in and they work with you to clean all of it up. And that's something that you just most people just don't even know where to start. Get LifeLock now and save up to 25% by using the promo code BECK, LifeLock.com, LifeLock.com or 1-800-LIFELOCK. Do it now. Glenn Beck, Stuber Gear, Stephen Crowder, Dave Rubin, and me, Pat Gray. Listen to all your favorite conservative voices at blazetv.com, promo code Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to it. We have the Friday exclusive uh, tonight at 5 p.m. for Blaze subscribers only. 5 p.m. only on blazetv.com. You'll uh, find my Friday exclusive to be fascinating, I think. Today, we are talking to a, a woman who lived through Mao and the Cultural Revolution. And there were either red families or black families. Red was with Mao and black was against Mao. And if you were a black family, then you could be beaten or killed by a red family, your neighbor. Uh, for any reason, at any time. Well, this family went through beatings and indoctrination, and uh, and she lived to tell about it, and she's going to give quite a warning to Americans. She sees some trends that maybe might be a little uh, troubling. Uh, so we'll, <clears throat> we'll talk to her uh, on the Friday exclusive. Also, on the podcast is... Bob Woodson, he's one of my favorite people, um, a new friend of mine <clears throat> that has been on the show before. He is doing the 1776unites.com project. 
This is to fight critical race theory, and it is to fight all of the garbage that 1619 is doing. And it is fantastic curriculum. It is free. All you have to do is go to uh, 1776unites.com, download the curriculum. It is something your school could use. I'm going to use it with my family. I mean, I learned a lot in this. Uh, and David Barton and I have done a lot of, of work on history of, of uh, the black history of America. I learned a lot from this. curriculum, 1776unites.com, and don't miss the podcast. You can get it now on Blaze TV, uh, or you can get it wherever you get your podcast. Tomorrow, it will be available everywhere. One of the spookiest stories I have uh, read is it the, in uh, a lo- Is it the chicken what? shortage? Is that the spookiest story you've read in a long time? The chicken shortage. The, is that what you're talking about? Chicken shortage? Yeah. No, I'm not up yeah. on the chicken shortage. Well, in addition to the lumber, <clears throat> the paper products, the oxygen, microchips, pet food, new car shortage, we're also now in a uh, critical shortage of chicken. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, they, critical shortage of chicken. Yes, this is very frightening. Uh, there's a massive chicken wing shortage that's brewing, but it's uh, it's actually worse than that because it's not just the chicken wings, but chicken in general that's uh, that's going to be in really short supply. Is so, that your is that your commentary or is that what the story? No, says? the story actually says uh, chicken in general uh, is. Yeah, going to be. Well, I don't think there could be a chicken wing shortage without a chicken shortage. Okay, you know, if well, we have chickens, yeah. there's probably enough chicken wings to go around. <laughs> okay, it's well, not like you, we're growing chicken wings in a petri dish. When you put it <laughs> like, like kind of, that, it does make the general <laughs> chicken shortage sound kind of stupid. It does. It does. Yeah, it does. But I'm telling you, bit. this stuff is. Th- <laughs> this is what I warned you about uh, with COVID. I said don't worry about covid we'll deal with it we'll have it it's not going to be as deadly as everybody says this was back in january of what 2019 uh or 2020 2020. and Mm -hmm. i said the thing you have to worry about is what it's going to do to the economy Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and uh, we are seeing it right now you're going to have massive massive inflation uh, and a shortages, a shortage of, of things. I mean, I'm trying to get some concrete and I can't get concrete. I mean, it, it is. Wow. It's crazy what is happening. Uh, I mean, I feel like a, honestly, I feel like I live in the former Soviet Union where you call for concrete and they're mm. like, you call Monday between seven and seven fifteen. You say, I want this much concrete. You call it 716. You don't get in. Wait until next Monday. That, I'm not making that up. That's really what's happening. Wow. They're yeah. rationing, rationing concrete on a <clears throat> weekly basis now? I guess. or control. I don't know what they're doing, but that's the Jeez. system. You call, you call between 7 and 715 <laughs> on Monday. And uh, you call Tuesday. I'm going to tell you the same thing. Call next Monday. You call me Sunday night. I'm going to say call between 7 and 7, 15 Monday. And if you miss it, you're out. Wow. And they won't guarantee. You can't wow. say, hey, well, can I get so much concrete this week and then next week and the week after? You can call next Monday. And so you, <laughs> you can't place a whole order. In advance, you can't. Which, huh. Right, which makes wow. pouring concrete almost impossible because it, when you have concrete, you pour it and you run out. It won't bond with the new concrete. So how is this going to work exactly? It's crazy what's going on. 
Um, let me give you a couple of stories here. First of all, the U.S. is investigating possible mysterious directed energy attacks near the White House. Did you see this story? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> now, they say this Weird. is the Cuba effect. Uh, we don't know who's doing it, China or Russia. But a lot of our people down in Cuba uh, have had real problems because they say they're being bombarded with some sort of an energy ray. Uh, and it can cause you, I think, to go deaf, dizziness, confusion. I mean, it's it's not good. And now they just found out or no, they just released that while Trump was in office, somebody was doing a test with this near the White House. And we don't know who mm. yet. So we got that going for Is us. Is that something we can't trace? You, you can't trace an energy beam? Because I, I don't know. We, I, I know that we say we don't know who's behind it, and we don't know what it even is at this point. That's kind of frightening. I'm, ho- I'm hoping they have the energy device, that that's one of our enemies that has the energy device that makes people throw up and get dizzy. And we are the ones behind the UFOs. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping for. Um, by the way, uh, the Navy is way below now the 355 ships that we are supposed to have. They're mandated that we have 355 ships at all time. We only have 296 ships more being built. Unfortunately, it doesn't. we won't reach the requirement until 2031 or 2033. Of the mandated ships, we're building them now, and we won't be able to catch up and be mandated for another 13 years. That sounds like something America doesn't do in World War II. Um, But one of the problems is, is that Biden came in and said no budget increases at all for the Pentagon. So the cost of living increase, we can't finish the ships. They don't know where they're going to get the money. And, you know, Washington is on such a tight, tight budget. I I can completely understand that. Also, here is the beyond the chicken shortage spooky story. I'm going to read this one verbatim. The chief scientist for the newly created U.S. Space Force has said that he thinks human augmentation will be here sooner rather than later. 100% agree. But listen to this. Dr. Joel Moser, speaking at an event at the Air Force Research Laboratory, said that it is imperative that the U.S. outdo its adversaries by leading in human augmentation in military technology. In the last century, quoting, Western civilization transformed from an industrial-based society to an information-based society. But today, we're on the brink of a new age. The age of human augmentation in our business of national defense. It is imperative that we embrace this new age, lest we fall behind our strategic competitors. Now, he has been with the Air Force for most of his career. He helped develop many of the spaceflight technologies. He said there are unimaginable advances that will be made over the next five to ten years, citing the leaps in artificial intelligences. Um, he says the uh, fa- uh, the Space Force uh, could eventually develop an AI military tactic and strategies that no human could and eventually anonymous programs or machines would understand, but strategies that no human could understand. 
The AI eventually would create programs that would design line of attacks far too complex for humans to understand. This will extend into the battlefield where, listen to this, where commanders and decision makers will have at their disposal multiple autonomous agents, uh, each able to control the execution of things like reconnaissance, fire control, or attack. So in other words, he wants to augment humans so we could interface with AI and be able to understand the line of attack because otherwise AI will just take to the battlefield and do things we can't understand in our name. <laughs> wow. Mm. Maybe now the people in Washington, if that happened, the white people in Washington would understand how we feel now about them, that they do things that none of us understand because they don't make sense. None of us understand, and they don't care. They just execute them all in our name. This is really, really, really bad. Um, you know, there have been several scientists that have said we need to sign a pact, a worldwide pact that AI would not be used for military, that we would not get into, you know, militarized people, augmented people. You know, I don't think China is going to care about that. I don't think Russia is going to care about that, but we should. I don't know. There isn't a difference. You know, Hitler tried to make the Uberman, the Ubermensch, and tried to make a superhero. That's what Captain Marvel is all about. Or not Captain Marvel, uh, Captain America. Captain America is that mm. story. You know, the Red Skull created by the Nazi doctors, and we created Captain America. So they actually tried to do that with drugs and everything else back in the 1930s. The CIA tried to do it with experimental drugs uh, in their covert program uh, in the 1960s. That was an abomination. We're now going to do it again. And it looks like technology is caught up to our desire, strange desire, but also, at the same time, they're saying because technology is going to pass us soon and we won't understand. I love the fact that he said, you know, we really have to think carefully of the ethics of this. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think maybe we maybe 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 we should, seeing that it will act in our name and uh, could just go to war for things that we don't understand. Do you remember, uh, Pat, the doomsday device? <clears throat> The Doomsday always, device? Yeah, do you remember that? <clears throat> uh, from science fiction or a real Doomsday okay. device? The real Doomsday device. It, everybody thinks it's science fiction. Yeah. But it was actual scientists who said, we now are in the computing age. So let's set up parameters and let everybody on Earth know these parameters are what will set the Doomsday device off. And they wanted to put nuclear um, bombs underneath the surface of the earth, put them as close to the core as they could get, wire it to a computer. And if any, it, it would just judge us. And if any country would start doing, you know, something and causing war uh, and it would go into global war, it would stop us because we would all know the computer is watching us and it's going to blow up the entire earth. They were serious about that. Wow. Serious.
And uh, looks like we're, I mean, science, science doesn't change. The more things change, the more they say exactly the same. All right, our sponsor this half hour is Timeshare Termination. If you own a timeshare, let me just take a moment of silence for you and your wallet. Wow, I'm sorry for that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I almost did one, too. I almost did one. We were like, we love to vacation here. We do that all the time. We've never been back. And I'm sure if we went back, we'd be like, we'd love it every time. We should just get a timeshare here. But then when you get a timeshare, <clears throat> it's not the timeshare that you wanted. It's not the it's not the vacation or the time or anything else that is convenient. So what do you what do you have really except bills every single year? Um, timeshare termination team can help you out of that. There are some good timeshares out there. If you have a Disney, you can sell it. If you have one of the usual timeshares, you can't sell that thing. And so it just sits there and just rots and decays and pulls you down. Get out of it legally, permanently, with the legal team at Timeshare Termination Team. Now, they're going to give you a 100% guarantee that you're going to get out. They will get you out 100% guaranteed. And you'll get 20% off when you terminate your timeshare if you tell them that I sent you. So make sure you tell them right up front that I sent you so you can get the 20% discount on terminating your timeshare. It's going to free up a lot of money, a lot of headaches, uh, and a lot of worry, quite honestly. Get rid of your timeshare now. TimeshareTerminationTeam.com. That's TimeshareTerminationTeam.com. The Glenn Beck Program. So I'd like your opinion uh, on Instagram of the gas mask chandelier that I'm that I'm making uh, for my man cave, I'm making a man cave at the house. And uh, <coughs> yeah, beautiful. And so far, everybody you see, you've seen it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a, there's there's a right picture now. of me working on it. Yeah. yeah, you can see the video of <laughs> me making it. My daughter going, what the hell are you doing uh, as I'm making this? It's going to be really cool. It's just a whole bunch. It's like. 30 gas masks and the lights are going to light up inside the eyes. That's fantastic. Uh, it's going to be cool. That is but cool. It's, it is the, it's the craziest thing, Pat. Uh, every woman, every woman who has seen it uh-huh. hates it. It's like, that is spooky. It's scary. It shouldn't be. You got to take that apart. And every guy <laughs> goes, I love that. Yeah, it's cool. I think that's very cool. Yeah, check it out on uh, my Instagram page, and you can vote. Is it crazy or cool, or so, both? So I'm guessing Tanya wouldn't want that in, say, your dining room, or no, a living no. space area. No, no, I don't think I would put it in the. <laughs> I think I would in the dining room either. No, <laughs> I mean cool. that means it. <laughs> you'd put that in your dining room. <laughs> I think I would. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it'd be wow. a conversation piece. I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah, like uh, Jackie would be saying, oh, you're staying on the couch again tonight. <laughs> yes. That's the kind of conversations that would probably happen. Uh, all right, have a safe weekend. Thank you so much for listening. If you missed any of the show today, go back and uh, listen to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And tomorrow's podcast is also a do not miss if you're trying to work this to save the, the country. Program.